Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What's shaking, Red Nation? Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. I want to start off this episode by apologizing to those that listen to us live on Spotify Green Room. We were having technical difficulties getting the file transferred from Spotify Green Room to uh, my email. So this is not the live show that some of you may have been listening to live. It's going to be a condensed recap of tonight's game. And it's a real shame that this was uh, this was the episode for us to have technical difficulties on because, man, what a game. What a game, guys. And absolutely um, just an insane showing of effort and a big comeback down 15 at one point during this game. Final score, Rockets 114, Thunder 110. Rockets put up 41 points in that fourth quarter to come back. They were down seven going into that fourth quarter. They ended up pulling out a win by four, or excuse me, they were down, um, what was it? They were down eight. They're eight going into the fourth quarter. They pulled out a four-point win. So major effort in that fourth quarter, and everyone deserves props in this game. And obviously this episode, we're going to call it the Jay Sean Tate episode because my dude Jay Sean Tate had a career night. 32 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 5 blocks. I know for certain that those 32 points are a career high, and I'd be shocked if those 5 blocks were not a career high as well. I can't remember a time when Jay Sean Tate had five blocks, but if you really think about it, like the fact that I'm not sure that it was uh, really goes to show you how uh, strong of a player he can be and and how important he can be on the defensive side. But yeah, he's had some three block games before, um, but no, no four block games. And, and this is the first five block game tonight in Jay Sean Tate's career. Hopefully the first of many, although... Very rarely do you get a guy that's 6'4 that can block five shots in a basketball game. So, major props to Jay Sean Tate tonight. Um, obviously, tonight's win is very unique because it just didn't seem like it was going to happen, especially when you see Kevin Porter go down and you see Christian Wood go down in the in the first you know in the first six seven minutes of the game, and that's just not what you want to see, um, especially with how well Kevin Porter's been playing. Had that pseudo triple double the other night against okay against Oklahoma. And then Christian Wood, who's been playing out of his mind the last couple of nights. So uh, really not what you want to see. The Hopefully the momentum doesn't uh, crash completely with those two. But man, uh, considering all of that, being down 15, down your top two offensive players over the past couple of games, but you still find a way to get it done. This is a major, major, major breakthrough for this team, especially uh, Steven Silas, um, the the adjustments he was able to make during the game. You know, he basically had to throw out all of his game plan that he had coming into this one and 
you know, come up with a new one on the fly. And props to the players who were able to execute that plan. Jay Sean Tate, uh, Garrison Matthews, Armani Brooks, who had 18 points. Josh Christopher, who got legitimate minutes tonight, 16 minutes from him. Alperin Shangun was exciting as well. Daniel Tice, who we haven't seen play in a little bit. He came in the clutch, 21 minutes off the bench, uh, plus 12 for him. He was, um, he was the rim protector that they needed. They needed him to play defense. And he was able to do that. And I think, uh, you know, a lot can be said about Christian Wood and how he just doesn't fit with that too big lineup. And I think the same can be said for Daniel Tice as well. You know, he, in the beginning of his career with Boston, you know, he was often as like a small ball. He acted as a small ball five. And that was when he thrived the most in his career. And that was how he thrived tonight. Um, and I think without Daniel Tice, the Rockets can't say that they won this game. Uh, you know, everyone contributed in one way or another. I know we can say maybe Eric Gordon didn't have such a great night. Uh, Daniel House probably didn't have such a great night. Um, but also, if you think about it, like, those two guys allotted for 10 of the team's 18 turnovers. Six for Gordon, four for House. So, I mean, if I have to really pick out a negative, which I'm not, I'm not, I don't really want to, but that that's it. And if you take those two guys away... Eight turnovers from the rest of the team, so I think it's pretty impressive. Um, and the Rockets deserve to win this game tonight. They they really played hard in that fourth quarter, and the biggest. So there were a few times during the second half, especially where the Rockets were able to piece together some nice runs um, that ke- that kept them in the game. And usually, what happens? They were down. Um, they were down seven going into halftime. And seven is like an interesting number because it's it's definitely three possessions. It's the it's the tightest a game can be with it being three possessions. So, um, it there's there's like a big um, like psychological thing when you're when you're in a seven point game because you're not up too much, but you are right there. So if you're playing offense, you gotta be sure like you're you're staying on point because in just a in a blink of an eye it could be you know, a lot closer. And the same thing as well. If, if you go, if you're down seven and you slag off a few possessions, now it's a double digit uh, lead or that, or a double digit deficit if you're playing on defense. And so the Rockets dealt with that seven point threshold a lot tonight. And there was a time when in that late third quarter where the Rockets were able to get it to four. And that seemed like, okay, maybe this team has something tonight. You know, so they made it a four point game with, um, what was it? It was, it was sometime I want to say late in the third, it might've even been in the early fourth quarter, but, um, yeah, it was, it was the early fourth quarter, excuse me. But yeah, so the Rockets, they made it a, uh, 85, 80, uh, 87, 83. That's what I was looking for. It was 87, 83. The Rockets had cut it to five a few times, but then the Thunder would go back and make it seven, make it nine. Uh, then, you know, it was 11, and then the Rockets were able to cut it to four. It was 87-83. Then the Thunder go on their uh, mini, you know, 8-0 run, which took three possessions. That's what I'm saying is three possessions can be so quick in a game. And three possessions, if you're up, can make it a, uh, can make it a six-possession game. Or it could make it a it could make it a tie game. So the Thunder went from being up four to being up, you know, eleven in in like three or four possessions, and that was the largely they had was eleven. 
Then the Rockets make their comeback. In this comeback, a 14-2 run. They make it 99-98 with 4.16 to go. Jay Sean Tate on this uh, on this drive with a four, uh, 14-2 run, he had six, seven points. He had seven of the 14 points to get to uh, a lead. And then when they had that lead, they held on to it for the rest of the for the rest of the game. Um, and Jay Sean Tate was just an animal tonight. Like, you know, you need a guy like Jay Sean Tate on your team if you want to win a championship. And he could play for a contender today. I'm not saying that he should. I, I would prefer him to stay in Houston, hopefully for a very long time. But he is just an animal, man, guys. Like, I just, I can't believe... Like I can believe it, but then I can't believe it at the same time. You know, I'm sure I'm sure that feeling is permeating amongst a lot of Rockets minds tonight because, uh, like this, I'm not surprised, but it's it's like a pleasant surprise. It's it's nice that it happened, uh, definitely, obviously. Um, but it was just, you know, guys like Jay Sean Tate are not supposed to be having these types of games. Thirty two points, uh, you know. Five blocks. He's six foot four. Um, he's undrafted. I, like that's like the crazy part to me about this is he went undrafted. I just and like I think uh, you know I, I saw a tweet from uh, from those of you that are on Rocket Twitter. You might know him as Disney Gary Clark. Uh, I wanted to pull it up because it was a really interesting stat. I want to say it's like you know their top three scorers tonight were um, were undrafted. And then Kevin uh, Kenyon Martin, yeah. So thirty-two points from Jay Sean Tate, eighteen from Armani Brooks, fourteen from Garrison Matthews, and twelve from KJ Martin, the fifty-second overall pick in two thousand and twenty. That right there is seventy-eight of the Rockets' one hundred and fourteen points today came from undrafted guys or guys drafted after the fiftieth pick. Like that, like that's what makes this win so awesome. And, you know, that number could have been a lot higher if Christian Wood had played. Um, You know, Daniel Tice is also part of that undrafted crew. I mean, look, the Rockets played one, two, three, four, five, six guys tonight. The Rockets played out of 11 went undrafted. Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, Garrison Matthews. uh, Then you have Daniel Tice. I believe Daniel Tice is undrafted. Daniel House. Um, and Armani Brooks, I'm like 99% sure Daniel Tice went undrafted, but let me double check that. Uh, yeah, he went undrafted. Okay. 2013, he went undrafted, played in Europe for a while, then came stateside in 2017. So yeah, that's, that's insane. And I think that's what makes this team so likable. You know, they, like they are undrafted, like at the end of the day, like for those that have not been drafted in the NBA are undrafted, like, like I am undrafted. But, I mean, no team wanted to sign me uh, when I was draft eligible because, you know, I'm just not very good at basketball. But, um, you know, these guys clearly are. And it it just goes to show you how talented the league can be is that, you know, a a group of guys like this were able to get a win tonight in the NBA. And it's it's really special. And um, it just goes to show you a lot of talents out there in the NBA. And, yeah, look, you can say, well, three of the wins the Rockets have had have been against Thunder. Thunder are also not a very good team. But, I mean... The Thunder have also proven themselves to to play very well at points this season. The Rockets, the other two wins they got were against playoff teams in the East. So that is like the the run that they've had these past two weeks 
is remarkable. I'm I'm super super pleased, super impressed. Um, I guess I say two weeks, but it's really only been a week since Stephen Silas. Um, that article came out where you know they were basically saying the Rockets are maybe looking to move on from Stephen Silas and. I don't think they should be looking to move on from that after after these past couple of games. You know, earlier in the season, I was kind of clamoring for people to be patient, fans to be patient, and um, you know, it, it's a, it's very hard to be patient, especially when you've had a team like the Rockets that have been just so good for so long, and and losing sucks. Like, and, and the Rockets have lost a lot. Like, I think Stephen Silas they pull, they pulled up his um, his record twenty two and seventy one after tonight. So yeah, 22 and 71, that's a lot of losses in not a very long period of time. You know, the, I guess the first, what, the first game of the Rockets season last, so that's in a calendar year, basically, they've lost 71 times. That's a lot. Like, like, I don't think we realize sometimes how long these losing streaks, we've seen two losing streaks longer than 15 games in 2021. That's like, that's a lot of losing. And sometimes it just doesn't feel like it's a lot because at the same time, the Rockets have won their last four. And this is a what have you done for me lately kind of league. And and when you lose 15 in a row, yeah, they haven't done anything. But I think now that they have this winning streak under their belt, I think we're starting to see the, the gears start to turn a little bit. And we're starting to see why this team can win, how this team can win. Um, and they can win in multiple ways. That's what makes this team really good is that, you know, you can get a Kevin Porter triple-double and that can win you the game. You can shoot 23 threes and that can win you the game. Or you can have Jay Sean Tate uh, go bananas. That can win you the game. And that is the sign of a, of a good NBA team. And the fact that the Rockets, who aren't a very good NBA team, is able to do that uh, shows me that they're growing as a team. And, and yes, it, it doesn't seem like that. Um, when you're losing all these games, but I think winning does a lot. <laughs> winning does a lot in the NBA and does a lot in life in sports. Um, but winning, I think, has officially given this team a sense of okay, they are going in the right direction after all. Yes, we may have taken a bit of a detour at the beginning of the season. Maybe we just weren't, you know, fully there. But I do think that the losses that the Rockets built up are contributing to why the team is winning now. And I don't think that the Rockets, if they had played this game two weeks ago, would have won. I don't, because the the character that they've built over the past week in these games, and, and even in the games before then, because those games wouldn't have been won without some of those games on that losing streak. You know, your Denver, uh, the two games in LA, um, the Knicks, those games, you know, really were character-building moments for this team. And even the really bad losses, you know, the Utah, the Phoenix, um, you know, the, the Detroit loss, the Boston loss, which was the most recent one, you know, those losses also, I think, have changed the way the Rockets operate now and the confidence that they have now um, based off of the wins that they've gotten against the Bulls, the Hornets um, that helped tonight. And you're starting to see this team grow and put it together. And it's it's special to watch. And, and I think that it's only going to get more special as the team gets better. And it's not just this season I'm talking about. It's it's the season after this one and then after this one. And hopefully to the point where we'll see this team, you know, become one of the powerhouses in the NBA again. And I believe that nights like the like nights like this, although it will be in it won't it will be insignificant 
you know, like in terms of just the the fact that they won tonight's game and that they went one and zero on Wednesday, December first. You know that that little tidbit of information is is insignificant at the end of the day. But when you look at the overall development of the team, that is this is a crucial moment. This is a crucial moment in terms of building this. You know, I think when we when we look back at the season, the Rockets have already had two major um, bullet points in their season: the 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 losing streak, and then the winning streak. And I think the winning streak um, is going to at least give some uh, give some push moving forward. That if the Rockets do go on this you know set of losses again, I do think that they'll be able to look back at this set of wins and say, look, we can play like this. The confidence the team is building right now, it shows. Um, Josh Christopher tonight um, was something I'd like to point out because I think in the first set of minutes that he got, he played very timid. He kept passing the ball off to Eric Gordon or Jay Sean Tate. And I was just like, didn't you just go for 30 off in the G League? Like, I want to see some of that, Josh Christopher. And that's the Josh Christopher we got in the second set of minutes he got in that second half. And I think um, it's moments like these. Like, Josh Christopher, I don't think, would not would have had a game like this um, had it been two weeks ago. So that is what I'm saying is, like, these small moments, they're learning from the bad moments, and they're applying it, and they're executing it. And I think that is the sign of a rebuilding team, a team that isn't, you know, tanking. There's a difference between a rebuild and a tank. The tank is losing on purpose, and the Rockets had every reason to lose tonight, and yet they chose not to. They refused. They refused to lose tonight, even when every single aspect of the game was not going their way. They were still pushing for a win, and they got it tonight. Don't tell me this is a rebuilding team or a tanking team. Excuse me, a tanking team. Don't tell me the Rockets are tanking ever again, because I'll point to this game, and I'll point to the game before that, and then the game before that, and then the game before that. This streak has been incredible. Um, I'm, I mean, and look, it's just a four-game win streak. The Rockets are still 5-16. and 16. They're still 15th place in the West. But it's just, we're seeing exciting basketball. And I think that's what is the main takeaway from tonight. This team is exciting, and it's not just the stars that are exciting, because all the stars were gone. No Jalen, no Kevin Porter, no Christian Wood. Yet, the, the people that make that complement your stars, the role players, those guys are growing too. And that is the sign of a, of a great team. That's how, that's how good teams become great. It's when those, those role players are um, growing and when they are able to shoulder the load on a night like this, where they couldn't get anything from their stars, not because the stars weren't shooting well, but because they weren't available. They weren't available. Um, and so, you know, you have nights like that, like, um, you know, and that's what makes guys like Harden so special, James Harden, because he hardly ever had an off night. But um, when he wasn't his usual 30 point self and he only had like 20 or so points, you know, he had those role players that were able to, you know, shoulder that load and help him out. Um, the Gerald Greens, the, um, you know, those guys, uh, Eric Gordon, um, and that is how you build a team. You build a team. Every single player is important. And it's so nice to see that everyone contributed to this win. It's not just Jay Sean Tate, although he was a big part of it. 
Um, you know, the Rockets do not win this game without every single player on this roster that played tonight. So huge props to everyone, Steven Silas as well. Um, and just a, a great win for the Rockets. They get their first road win of the season. It's a huge confidence boost when you finally win that game on the road. And I think they're going to attack games on the road a little bit differently now um, with this confidence. I, I do. And I'm sure that every win has given this team a lot more confidence. And they have a chance to win on Friday against Orlando. Um, it might be a little bit more difficult if Kevin Porter and Christian Wood are not playing. Christian Wood did have a walking boot on, so I'd be surprised if he played Friday. But, I mean, we've seen crazier things happen in the NBA, but um, I would uh, expect or not be surprised, I should say, if Christian Wood doesn't play on Friday. And that gives us more opportunities for Alperin Shengun. That gives more opportunities for Daniel Tice, who had his best game as a Rocket tonight defensively, was a huge reason why the Rockets were able to get that win. So I think the Rockets just need to look at the team that they have tonight and they just got to say, like, you know, the whole is bigger than the parts. And that's how you have to win these basketball games when you're a team like the Rockets that isn't one of the best teams in the NBA, that um, that doesn't have those star players that everyone has, that, you know, guys that can become those star players, but... It takes a little bit of while, it takes a little bit of development, and it takes a little bit of growing pains. And I think earlier in the season, we felt the pains a little bit more, and now at this point in the season, we're experiencing a little bit of the growth a little bit more. So I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship for now. Thank you so much to those who listened to us on Spotify Green Room earlier. I apologize that I wasn't able to get that file for you guys. Uh, hopefully we won't run into those issues later and I can get that problem fixed later tonight. I just wanted to make sure we had something for the listeners, something for the fans that we have uh, all over the world. We wouldn't be able to do the show without any of y'all. So we want to thank you so much and um, be sure to keep following us on Twitter at the dream take and at DreamShake SBN. You can also head to our website, thedreamshake.com, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. You can give us a like on Facebook if you're over there. And be sure to tune in Friday after the Magic game for another episode of The Dream Take. So um, you can follow me on Twitter personally at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Take. And until next time, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. 
Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.